0: No hassles, no frills. It's just sounds full of life on 657 AM. It is of course 657 AM. I am live, the coolest show on the block, and you just listened to Zoe George giving her take on what she thinks about whether men should provide, should they only be considered providers within relationship? And of course that question is meant. Uh, to hint at the fact that men have been stereotyped. <laughs> I don't think I want to use the word stereotype in as much as men have been um, viewed as um, the financial providers uh, within relationships, which there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, everything that is done with balance, I think, particularly this, as long as it's not taken to an extreme, is totally fine. Uh, but the question is actually, should men provide more? than just finances within a relationship. And the reason that that question is important is because within our culture, right? And and when I say within our culture, I'm not talking my culture. I'm talking about pop culture or mainstream business culture if you are an investor one thing that investors will tell you that they all know the person who puts in the money for the business is the one who is taking the most risk so if you're coming to me with a business idea and you're telling me that uh, given I want to start a farm uh, or a chicken farm or cabbage farm uh, but I don't have any financial capital Right,, uh, but now I know you have some money, and i'd love for you to help me financially in order to get this business off the ground. Um, now, what you will do what what will happen is if we are doing the calculations as to who benefits financially from this business, anybody who understands how investment works will tell you that the person who puts in the money is the one who, who who took the most risk so you they have say as to how much of the business especially if you're putting in nothing even if you're doing the work you're the one who's actually building the business i'm just putting in the money um, a lot of investors will tell you that that is exactly how it works unless you're coming in with the money as well as with um, the work itself, then we can look at you and say, all right, then we can negotiate uh, whether we're doing a 50-50 split because you're putting in money as well as, uh, uh, you know, the actual work in the business. Um, so I, I use that example to get to this point. Um Financial investment is really revered. Financial investment is looked at as being worth more than physical investment into a business. Um And you learn this a lot when you research how um, investors or venture capitalist firms work. Um, You'll start to understand just how much the person who does the financial investment is valued. Now, the question, the reason I'm going through all of this is because I wanted to get to this question. Is this how we view relationships, right? The fact that when and i feel like there's a lot of cultural contexts or communities or societies that view the fact that the one who puts in the most financial investment is the one who kind of has the most equity within the relationship and for the longest time um, a lot of us have been conditioned into thinking that way and now i must say i must say i have nothing wrong Whether you you believe it because of your religion or you believe it because of your culture. I have nothing wrong with you viewing men as being the primary financial providers within relationships. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you consider your context, as long as you're considerate, um, as long as you don't have any extreme and, you know, Um, unnecessary demands that don't make any sense and not understand the fact that the economy does not work to meet your expectations within your relationship, then then we can have that conversation. Uh, But if you thinking to yourself that a man, it's important for me as a woman for a man to provide for me financially, then that's okay. But now what I want to ask you is this. Do you think that a man's primary investment into a relationship is only financial primarily financial or um um um, or do you think that um once a man has invested financially he needs to do a lot more now this is the conversation that we're having right here on i am live six five seven a.m radio pulpit Charles, what are your thoughts
1: i know a lot of um unhappily married people that's very wealthy mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> That's a good place uh, to start, and, actually. And I, that that is a good place to start, and I and I need to put this in this disclosure in. I'm not at all saying that it is the 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 money's fault. What I am saying is that, that a lot of 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 married married couples that I've been speaking to along, even now in the brand new congregation that we started. The wife is the one that's saying, like, listen, honey, I don't want your money. Um, I want you. I need your time. The girls, boys, whatever, the kids is probably the best way to address them. The kids are complaining they don't see you home. And he's like, but we live in this home because I'm the one that's constantly working. I'm the one that's constantly investing in our lives. And then 99% of the time, the the wife will respond, but we can move to a closer or we can move to a smaller place. We just want more of you. Just to translate, Um,
0: whenever Charles says 99% of the time, what he actually means is way more often than not. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: Thanksgiving. You are so fully speaking, Charles. Yes, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> I also drink coffee, Charles.
1: <laughs> yes, you do. Of course, you need to. We have the, the absolute wisdom that you've just showed us. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I think that we've we've made money the big thing. Uh, guys need to invest money into it, but um, I don't know if you've ever seen if if you've ever watched the, the the sitcom Parks and Recreation. Uh no I haven't. Okay, It's one of the things that I I might be wrong but I think that's this the the show that actually made Chris Pratt famous. Right? Oh, wow. One of his first earliest roles. And he's this typical out of it guy that's um he's not well he's intelligent but he doesn't come forward as intelligent. And he falls in love with this girl and then he tells her um then he tells the girl like listen Uh, I've I've fallen in love love with you, but I can't date you or I can't get involved with you because I currently have no money. Mm. And then she takes him out that evening and they they actually make a bet and say, listen, let's see you can score the most free things in in this this restaurant. So you would then go and get mints from the bathroom. You know, that type of of thing. And I just found that such a beautiful uh, example of what... Married life, what relationships can be like? Because we think we should not get involved with this girl because we, we've got this idea as a man. I can only speak from a man's side, of of course. Uh, we've got this idea of a man that she wants a certain income attached to it, and there's probably girls out there that do that. But but once you're married, man, that's that's when you realize you need to invest. Money is the easiest thing to invest. True. In a marriage, very very in true. In relationship. Mm.
0: Yeah, I I completely, completely understand. And you make a very great point. Um, In fact, money, apart from when you're investing in someone else's business, because in fact, I think even within a business, money is such an easy thing to invest, uh, but also such a a thing that that gets lost very quickly uh, because it's the work, it's the waking up in the morning, it's the... um, you know, going in and checking on the business and making sure that employees are actually doing the work. Um, it's the making sure that you're not coming in as a grouchy boss, but actually inspiring your employees and reminding them of the greater vision that you have for the business so that they can work to build that vision. Uh, because believe it or not, employees actually do care what the vision of the company is. And if it doesn't mm-hmm. resonate with them, they might need the job. But they don't really want to be there. They're only there because they need to pay bills. And and I, and I don't know, for me personally, if I had a business, I wouldn't want someone to work for me if the only reason they're there is because they need to pay bills. Um, I would want them to be inspired to some degree. Um, now... Obviously, coming back to the question that we're answering today, whether men uh, need to do more than just provide financially. I love what Zoe did um, right now during I Am She, right, when she was talking about the fact that, yes, the answer to the question is yes, men do need to provide. But providing financially is not the only thing that men need to do. Um, men need to also be available emotionally uh men need to be available um you know in terms of physically you know f- uh be part of building the house be part of helping raise the kids uh be part of you know doing if if i mean <clears throat> nowadays it's actually a bit challenging for men to find their place within a family it is quite challenging because n- the fact that times have changed definitely means that the role men play within relationships has changed. But here's the, the dilemma. God God's expectation of men has not changed, right? And that, I believe, is the conflict that a lot of men tend to experience. So, for example, Men are called to love, which means that you are meant and called to sacrifice yourself for your, for your, for your wife and for your family. When, when there's trouble within your family, God will not come and ask your, your kids. The first person that God will ask is you you know when there's when your wife is always crying if your kids are not behaving you're the first person that god will address right um there's a certain role that men play within within relationships that god has set specifically for men um and then there are there are roles that women play that uh those roles ha- God has specifically said for women. Now, am I trying to say that men are not allowed, for example, to cook in the kitchen? Because believe it or not, the Bible actually does say in the book of Timothy uh, that women should cook, right? Not saying that only women should cook. What I'm trying to say is there is within reason and within just logic and uh, without trying to be uh, religious. There is an extent to which these roles will be in- interchangeable. Um, it's mm. men actually should learn to cook, especially considering that your wife is not always going to be healthy. Um there are times when she'll have a pain. There are times when etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You should know how to cook and you should learn how to cook good. So that's part of the things that we're adding to the list of things that men need to learn how to do. Um there are so many easy video tutorials that teach you how to make uh lasagna, that teach you how to make nachos, that teach you how to make uh like Charles loves making bread, like the easiest thing to make on earth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And people don't know that, right? Yeah,
0: a lot of people don't even know how to bake bread. Like, modern technology makes it so easy. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, You know, how to make mac and cheese and add a little bit of flavor to it. Uh, Those things are, I believe, men need to start, first of all, redefining what what their role is. Because one thing that saddens me, and I think I expressed this last week as well, is that men... Actually don't take time to understand and to be taught um, what exactly is expected of them in marriage. So a few things I want to list is for one, um, learn how to be present emotionally and this needs to be ongoing. It never, ever, ever ends because some men are available in the very early stages of a relationship. You'll sit down with your wife, you'll pop a bottle of wine or you'll sit down. And instead of sitting in front of a TV, you'll switch it off and actually have the, the first hour of your day dedicated to listening to what your wife has been through. Those things are so important, guys. I cannot, cannot stress enough. Mm. Um, If you're a man and you're listening to this, if you're a young man, even if you're in high school or primary, this is important for you to start conditioning yourself this way. Start to aspire to become a man who listens start to aspire to become a man who understands that it is okay for you to to cook for your wife it is okay for you to put can to lay candles to save money just to give show your wife a good time Um, and to tell her that you know uh, women generally love to be surprised. I'm not saying every single woman on earth, but more often than not, you'll find women who, even those who say, you know, uh, this Valentine, I don't want you to do anything for me. Trust me, she's lying. <laughs> ah, <that's dear. laughs> yeah, I say yeah, that's that. Dear, I dear. say yeah, that in jest, in absolute jest. But there's a bit of truth in that, right? Yes. Women love to be surprised. So, as a man, you must learn to never to not to be spontaneous. Um, there's a colleague yeah. of mine, actually, of uh, of ours, Charles, uh, yeah. Mr. Mm. Mr. Muko, right? Um yes. Ifray On he constantly tells me about things that and how excited he gets about doing things without telling his wife and not going to you know buy things without having a conversation with his wife but doing things for her without actually her knowing she just sees it happening this does not mean that you need to be irresponsible right like go and mm. spend some on something expensive without actually telling your wife but learn to be spontaneous learn to be consistent in doing the good things in listening in preparing for your wife if you know that she's had a bad day try your best to Make the home inviting when she arrives, Um, you know, and Mm -hmm. these days, and this is what I wanted to mention, right? The fact that these days we no longer live in, a lot of us don't live in yards. We own apartments and apartments don't have yards to clean. So there are a lot of us men who are unable to say, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I bring in the money. I do the garden. There is no garden for you to do. (laughs) Which is exactly why it's so important for us to understand what our role is in that kind of yeah. a setting, right? Because it's only yeah. one apartment. You go to work, you come back, and you don't have a garden to do. What exactly? Just because your, 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 your responsibilities on the outside of your, the yard have been erased uh, by modernization, it does not mean that you now need to fold your arms and say, I've mm. done what is my duty because that just means you have more time because you don't do the garden. Mm. Charles, what do you have to say right Mm now?
1: You know, man, one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever been given is that when you're sitting and you're waiting for your wife to come home or you know that she's been through a difficult time or difficult, whatever, and you just want to sit and chat with her, Mm. start that listening session with a simple question and it's going to change your life. I'm going to promise you now it's going to change your life. And that question is, am I giving you support or am I giving you advice? Oh, wow. Yeah. Because that will will ultimately depend on the way that you respond to the story that she's telling you. Mm. Because what we as men tend to do uh, especially if you're like, like I am. I'm, uh, I'm currently not an engineer, but you know my mind, my way of thinking is like an engineer. I'm constantly busy with problem solving. Whatever case it might be, I see a problem and I feel, feel I need to solve it. That's yeah. just the way that I am. Yeah. Right. So when my wife comes to me and says that this, this, and this happened at the office today, I don't support necessarily the story that she's telling me or I don't necessarily hear actually what she's telling me. As she's telling me the story, I'm finding solutions to what she's facing. And she does. She she did not come to me for solutions. She come to me. She came to me to say, "This is what what happened. This is how I feel." Mm. And then my response to that is actually a great part of the response to that can either be that you did not listen to my heart at all because you are just here to find solutions, which I do more often than not. Yeah. But asking the question, um, "Am I giving you advice or am I supporting you?" Supporting is just listening to what happened to her heart, how she felt, and all that. That is. That means to me that you're investing time, um, and and you're sort of. What's the opposite of inve- investment? Extraction, probably. Yeah. Um, I, don't know. I suppose but, taking. Takings. Let's let's call it extraction. Just for yeah. The subject matter. So you're investing time and you're extracting yourself from the situation. And you need to be able to discern when's a good time to to remove yourself, remove mm. rather of yourself, mm. and then provide for your family. Because I mean, there's, there's money, as I said earlier on, and I'm a firm believer in that. Money is the easiest thing to give. Yeah,
0: uh, it money definitely is. is. is the, it definitely is the is. easiest thing to.
1: Give. Time, on the other hand, everyone says time is money. That's why time is so difficult because we feel the moment that you're giving time to someone, uh, people above things. Uh, the the uh, my mentor. Uh, pastor Mentor always taught us these, this thing people above things. Things are never as important as people are. People above things. So, when the, whatever happens, your famous cricket game, or your rugby match, or the soccer match that you want to check, and there's something happening with your wife, with your children, you don't invest necessarily uh, money there, but you need to invest time in a situation like that. Or, Some days, when you've got that big meeting or something at the office, you need to tell the people at the office, listen, I can't, I need to leave now because I need to be with my wife. Um, And that's, uh, given I must be honest, I think when I used to be full-time employed, by but that's the thing that, that our manager at that stage just got down to a T. She would not refuse me to leave if I told her that I need to do something for my wife. She immediately said, go, please, sort it out and come back when you can. Oh, wow. Because they've they've, they've realized, and she realized, that her, employee, her employees are not commodities. They are people with feelings, and if I don't look after their emotional well-being, they're not going to look after the company that I want them to work for. Yeah, yeah. Um, and something that you've mentioned earlier on, I just want to come back to, I had a, a a friend at some stage, and she did, uh, um, what's it, I can't remember what engineering it is, but that's sort of like social, not social engineering, but you know they sit in the company and they see what can, how the company can be better and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't, anyway. I Isn't can't it
0: consulting?
1: Remember. No, it's not consulting. It's a specific engineering degree. Oh. Um, but I, I can't remember, I seriously can't remember what it was. But, um, and, and she told me, the interesting thing is that long, not too long ago, they always used to say money is a great motivator. In fact, in my parents' age, when they were employed, uh, people always say that you can get people to do the, the, the most mind-numbing of tasks as long as you give them money for it. They'll do it. Money is a great motivator. Then came the hipsters and the millennials, and we no longer want that money is no longer for a millennial, it's no longer a, a motivator we need to know why we are doing what we are doing um yeah that, I, get I just you. found that incredibly interesting so that will be the exact same thing bring that home bring that to your relationship uh money is no longer a motivator so why are you investing whatever you are investing into that relationship
0: Mm, mm, no, I get you You know, something that I'm thinking of right now <clears throat> Which I've realized that I'm guilty of And I'd, I'd really love to give it as an advice to a lot of men That this is, really needs to be a habit that we start learning um, And I know sometimes what makes it difficult So let me explain You know, sometimes you find that there's a thing that your wife really wants you to do But you actually don't know how um and often you f- you feel so frustrated being asked to do this thing and it's not something you're used to doing um i'll make an example with me something that uh often frustrates my fiance Um, and, and it's a very little thing. When you think about it, you might think it's silly, especially as a guy. Uh, so my fiance often complains that when I pick her up from the airport or way after when I I see her after a long time of not seeing her, I don't smile at her and embrace her and get excited over the, make her feel like I'm excited to see her. And I realized that this is something that I learned from guy world in guy world it's okay for you I'm um, it's okay Charles wouldn't mind if i saw him and i was like oh hey man are you good and then gave him a fist bump and i'm like "Ah, yeah, lovely lovely seeing you but like in okay. in girl world there's and i know Charles, you've seen this a lot like girls will even scream at each other and they'll you know flap their fingers and you know they'll t- tippy and be like oh ah! I haven't seen you in so long. Oh, my gosh, you look so pretty. And in guy world, that doesn't exist. And I think at this point, I actually want to give the advice both to women and to men. To women, I want to say this. Be patient with us. Because imagine living your entire life. Let's say for me, like me, for example, um, I've been a guy <laughs> all my life, obviously. Um, and now I'm 30 years, right? And I'm about to get married. Now, some of us obviously get married earlier. My point is this. If you've lived your entire life in guy world, and now you have to learn how to put a little bit of girl world into the relationship, it's very difficult, right it's very difficult and i learned i'm learning actually that this is even something that translates to her friends whenever i see them and i I'm, i don't smile and look like i'm happy to see them they actually feel a little bit offended like there's i'm not i'm not okay Um and i've learned that this is something that we men teach each other Um and also what i wanted to advise men is that you need to learn to say to your wife that I'm sorry. I I think I need time to learn. Um mm. trust me, it'll save you so many fights. I don't always get it right. Um usually I I I I say that after the conflict. <laughs> <laughs> Which helps. It definitely does help. It adds a lot of value to the relationship. But take a moment whenever you I, I and and the reason I mentioned earlier is that Sometimes you you actually get frustrated and react in the wrong way simply because of how, how you're told, not that because you're told. Um, you might find that you're not being told with respect or they just say, you always do this, you know, you never smile and you never hug me. Uh, you never tell me welcome home. You never look excited. You never hold my hand. Um, And those things are abundant in girl world. Girls hold each other's hands. They have these deep conversations. You know, they hold each other even when they're lying in bed. You know, they'll do all these things that don't exist in guy world. And then when you get into a relationship or marriage, you're expected to immediately understand this world. And what I'm trying to say is not that you should distance yourself from the world but to be given the grace to learn the world and accommodate it as much as you can. What are your final thoughts, Charles?
1: Exactly that. Uh, One of the things that we as guys struggle to do is admit when we need help. Um, And I think that's that's a good way to start. Start with your spouse or with your girlfriend or your fiancé saying, how would you like for me to do this? Uh, Help me. Because that's... very often w- with conflict in, in my marriage I would say something with the most earnest of heart and then it's not necessarily what I said but how I said it or how mm-hmm. I portrayed myself exactly that what you said now uh, my wife would give me this amazing birthday gift but but in guy world we don't necessarily get excited do you understand what I mean? yes, it's yes. Not something that we do and then she would Almost be offended and like, do you not like it? And i like, no, I absolutely love it. I don't think I'll be able to ever live without this thing again. She's like, but you don't look that way.
0: Mm. <laughs> mm, I understand. So, so
1: they teach me, you know, learn, help me. I need to learn these things. It's exactly what you said now.
0: Mm. But I think also, I'll say this in closing and then you can prepare the devotion so long, shall. Uh, but I no, think. I'm ready. Okay, awesome. I think, really, really, what I also want to say is that women. Um, please understand that guy world is totally different. And when a guy is being a guy, he's not offending you. Um, It's not wrong to be a guy about things. Because when we give each other gifts, like my brother and I, um, we don't call each other and say, oh, my goodness, thank you. You send me so much money. I'm going to cut my hair and I'm going to buy this. You're such an amazing brother. We don't do that. And and I'm, I really am just making a joke with what I just did right now. Uh, please don't take we it the all wrong way. you American. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, please don't take it the wrong way. But the point I'm trying to make is that it's okay for a man to be manly. Um, And remember, it is important for you to remind yourself that these things don't come easy to men. And that's okay, Mm. which which just means that you'll need to be patient um, and sometimes be okay with not getting it because that's what we are, right? It it doesn't mean that you completely have to live without it, but it does mean that you're going to have to have grace about it um, and understand that the reason he's like that is, is because Every single guy who's ever been in his life and every other girl who he's not dated has not asked that of him. It has never been something Mm -hmm. he's had to do every single time um, he's with someone. So just have patience.